Hi, and welcome to The Thriving Entrepreneur. She's Rochelle Learling, Entrepreneur Coach. He is David Foster, Founder Coach. Welcome. So as founders and entrepreneurs, we want to take care of our tribe. And mostly that looks like making people happy, giving them good opportunities, a good place to work, fair pay, and all those things along with it. Mm-hmm. But is only engaging in behavior that pleases people, good for business, or is only doing people-pleasing bad for business? Hmm. Rochelle, start us off with that. People-pleasing is such a big topic within business, and I don't think it's talked about that often, so I'm very excited to talk about it with you. Um, I think that in order to get things done in business, we need to do some people-pleasing. It's often people-pleasing with team and clients, but there's some, some limits to that and limits to what we should do in terms of people-pleasing. I um, think that it's most important to say that if you please others, you don't please yourself. So there must be a disconnect going on there that we want to mm-hmm. discuss today. That'd be mm-hmm. my first statement. How about you, David? Well, I, I kind of want to start with what's good for business hmm. and you know, pick out some things that really work for business, especially if you're a founder and entrepreneur and you're growing or creating. You know, on my list, I don't know what's on your list, but on my list is efficiency, creativity, allowing people to be creative. And that doesn't mean that they're a graphic designer. You can be creative as a coder or product developer. Mm -hmm. People having some sense of autonomy Mm -hmm. and owning their jobs, having responsibility, autonomy and ownership all together in their jobs. Mm -hmm. And that allows people to be collaborative and it also allows you to you know engineer some coordination between all the different departments would you add anything to that list in terms of what's good for business well i think these things go for the employees um i think for the leaders of that company we often forget that we also want fulfillment i mean we do want Mm. business success but it's so i think we just recently talked about this topic of you know, overwhelm and doing everything. But when it comes to business and the growth of it, your role also changes. And if you don't feel like you're feeling fulfilled, uh, I also think that is is part of what we don't want to miss out on um, to make sure business success is there. Yeah, I think fulfillment is a, is a great addition there because I think the leaders or the founders and entrepreneurs want to feel fulfilled, but people want to feel that too. They yeah. want to know that what they're doing is meaningful to them Mm -hmm. and it's meaningful to the collective goal, you know, the success of the business. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, I think that's illustrated by the fact that, you know, people are willing to take less money if their job is more meaningful and they're more engaged and they have more ownership. So I think those are the things that are, you know, at least top of mind for what's good for a business. Mm -hmm. And then the next question I think we ask is, well, what do we mean by people pleasing? Mm-hmm. Like what is, what mm-hmm. is that exactly? How does that manifest in day-to-day decisions and activity? I guess people pleasing um, is something that we do in order to make sure that something happens. And it's probably against our own desires, our own efforts, our own time, our own energy but it will move the needle forward. 
So it probably benefits the business. I mean, that's the idea. But it doesn't benefit us personally. It might hurt our ethics. It might hurt our feelings, our mm. personality. That would that'd be my guess. Yeah, I think you're on with that. I think I would also include things like avoiding having a difficult conversation with somebody, mm -hmm. uh, delivering news that somebody doesn't want to hear or doesn't mm -hmm. expect, you know, and that might have to do with an investor or a customer. Mm -hmm. um, and also, like, in general, avoiding something that can be characterized as conflict. Yeah. And yeah. I think there's a big fallacy in the world that, you know, great teams don't have internal conflict. Mm-hmm. And I, I think the truth is that they do have internal conflict. It's how they deal with it and how they react to it. Yeah. And so, you know, what is people pleasing? And I, I think in some ways it's prioritizing somebody's short-term short -term feelings mm -hmm. over the truth or some kind of information or exchange that's necessary. Hmm. That's a nice definition for sure. I'm just thinking that when we look at employees to, to leaders, there's mm -hmm. a certain dynamic. Mm -hmm. But there's also a certain dynamic between co-founders or multiple mm. leaders in a company where people-pleasing is also going on. And um, I think what you said is true, that avoidance is one of the bigger things here, avoiding that decision, avoiding that consequence that comes out of the decision, avoiding that hard talk because we want to keep the relationship going, but we're actually hurting people because we all know what's at stake. We all know the elephant in the room, but nothing is talked about. And I think it also changes the culture within a, within a business or it affects a culture that if we don't talk about the elephant in the room and we're not honest with each other, then what are we, you know, we're kind of operating in a bubble where maybe we're not making the right decisions just for the sake of keeping good relations. Or what we think are good relations yeah. or what our definition of good relations are. Mm -hmm. And can we, can we just stay on this topic of avoidance for a second? Because I think it's really mm -hmm. important. Yeah. You, you said, you know, we all know what the elephant in the room is. <clears throat> and I might, I might judo that into, we know what our version of the elephant is. Mm -hmm. And maybe the other person's elephant is similar or in the same circus. Mm -hmm. And boy, is that analogy bad, <laughs> but I'm going to keep going with it. But that doesn't mean that what somebody sees as a problem if they see one, yeah. is the same thing as what you see as a problem. Mm -hmm. And so what does that avoidance cost? And that avoidance costs the ability to work together well. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because <clears throat> if we're talking about you and a co-founder, you and a customer, you and an employee or an investor, it's incredibly difficult to make good decisions about what you are doing and for the other person to make good decisions or to collaborate and coordinate with one another if your elephant and their elephant doesn't match. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about elephants anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I do, actually. Because okay. my next comment would be that maybe we're blowing up the elephant. 
Because for the same, you know, for the same fact, uh, it might be that we are making it so much bigger than it really is because we want to avoid it and it's so painful, it's so hard to do, and thus it becomes bigger than it is, really. Um, we might find out the other person is like, dude, I already knew that, like, just tell me the truth or, you know, mm -hmm. I'm open to feedback, for instance, and mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think it's costing us more than it's giving us to people, please. It is, it's, as you say, like, the short term is helped out but long term, what, what are we, you know, we're not really moving forward if we keep in what we're really wanting to say uh, and do and decide yeah. on. Yeah. And let's examine that for a second. In the short term, it helps out. Yeah. What does it really help? <laughs> if you've got a difficult conversation to have, yeah. if you have feedback, if you have news and you don't deliver it because maybe you're afraid of the other person's reaction or mm -hmm. you don't exactly know how to navigate it. I think the best thing we could say about it being helpful is, well, you just kicked the can down the road a little bit, but you didn't really make the situation better. Mm -hmm. And is that really help? Mm -hmm. Kicking the can is in that sense, avoiding, right? Yeah. I mean, you're trying to stretch some time here and there and give yourself more time until the pressure rises. And then you have a deadline and now you need to say it and need to do it. But yeah, it's not helping. And I think, uh, to give it another perspective, this behavior that you're showing in business is probably showing up in your personal life too. It probably comes mm -hmm. from childhood and, mm -hmm. um, by keep on, by keeping that way of, of interacting or avoiding interaction, um, you're probably costing the business more because yes. if we're in a fast growing business where we're needing to make decisions fast and, and wisely, and if we're not making them because we're avoiding something because it's painful for us or it hurts our status within the business or it hurts our role or our salary, um, yeah, that's not going to help the business forward. No, it's not. A lot of founders want, they want to take care of the people in their tribe. They want the best for them. And that includes employees and customers and the people in their community. But we have to remember that that adaptation happens to what you do or say, no matter what. So if you praise somebody without reason, if you lack standards or expectations, then pleasing somebody, they're going to adapt to, and they're going to adapt to in sort of like a dysfunctional way. Mm -hmm. They're going to expect praise because that's what you always say on a Monday or a Friday mm -hmm. and not because they were actually able to complete the task well. And there might be a little bit of a, I don't know, a, there might be a little bit of a challenge to deliver somebody the news like, look, you, what you did, did is not what we need mm -hmm. or not what you intended. But imagine how great that praise will feel when the other person knows that you're being honest with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I think to add to that point, I, I do believe that if you give constant praise that is not really authentic praise, then it's so hard to become critical and to have that moment where you have to switch and be like, hey, I love that all that work you're doing, but... And it's so black and white. So, yeah, rather be authentic with your, your comments and your, your um, compliments. Uh, so that you right. still have that room for feedback and criticism. Right. And you can ask the question there, 
Like, what's wrong with being honest? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think I've said this a couple of times to you, but other people as well. Like, people are people. We want to say we want to say nice, you know, most of us, but it's business we're talking about. What is best for business? And sometimes that means being harsh, being critical, saying that that work sucks, uh, saying that your speed is off um, because it's all for the sake of the business. But you can do that from a way of connecting with somebody. You don't have to do that from a way of bashing them. And you neither don't have to do that from a place of people pleasing them. But I'm so sorry you have to say this and covering it up and softening it and just be honest to each other because in the end, people just need to hear that. Yeah, and I think you've unintentionally run straight into one of my pet peeves. Oh. And for, <laughs> for me, I that is the being nice and being honest mm -hmm. are not opposite. No. And yes, you can be harsh and say, you know, look, David, what you did really sucked which might be honest, but you don't need to put it that way to be honest. Mm -hmm. You can say what you did doesn't work for these reasons. I'm here to support you. Mm -hmm. I may not have, you know, right reason. I may not be a hundred percent correct about my estimation, mm -hmm. but this is what it looks like from here. Yeah. Can we work together so that it works out better? Mm -hmm. Now, yes, somebody can be offended by that, but somebody can be offended that I have a gray shirt on yeah. instead of a, my normal black shirt. Oh. And there's not much we can do about that. Well. But if you prioritize people-pleasing or what you think is people-pleasing in front of or ahead of honesty and being direct mm -hmm. and being helpful, your business is just not going to work very well. And it shouldn't because you're rewarding with something that's not directly related to their performance or the task at hand. Mm -hmm. And don't you think people can smell unauthentic or inauthentic criticism or being nice when you shouldn't be from a mile away? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right about that. And I think the unfortunate reality is that when somebody walks into a company and they start working, they assess the culture mm -hmm. and well, we just, we just say shit to each other like mm -hmm. that. And it doesn't really mean anything. And now I've got to spend time and effort to try to figure out what's actually happening. Mm -hmm. So yes, they can smell it or yes, we can smell it, but we are also inclined to, well, this is how this place works and this yep. is how I'm going to work with it. Right. But if you're the founder, if you're yeah. the entrepreneur, if you're the boss, well, not only do you have the ability to change that culture or to create a uh, new one from scratch, but you kind of have the responsibility, I would yes. argue. Yes. Brings us always back to the point of responsibility. Like you have something mm -hmm. to do here. This is yours. And indeed, um, you can change the culture by changing your way of communicating to each other. And as you say, if new people come in and they're not criticized and they're just people pleased, then they will do the same to their superiors or their team. Um, it doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. Um, and I think for people that have a hard time being honest, and there's probably a lot of listeners that are like, yeah, I'm a people pleaser. That's just who I am. Uh, I want to be nice. It's hard for me to, to be tough and to be direct. But it's not moving you forward. And I think that 
as soon as you have one conversation where you have to be honest and you can do that again from an authentic place, from a connected place, you don't have to, as you say, bash or, you know, say it in their face in that bad way, then it will give you power. You will feel that it's possible to actually get stuff done, get the right stuff done mm -hmm. uh, in the right mm -hmm. manner by still being critical about what's happening and that you don't have to people please in order to get that going. I'm, I'm with you on that. And the, the idea of somebody defending not having a truthful conversation with somebody by rationalizing it, I'm being nice, I want to be nice. Mm -hmm. Let's take that apart for just a second. You want to be nice, so you told them something that isn't actually that truthful. Mm -hmm. And they accepted it, and you went on with your day. So you're saying that lying to somebody is actually being nice to them. <laughs> yeah. No. And that does not work because to your point, they can, you know, the other people can tell mm -hmm. that you're just doing it, but it's not really related to the task at hand. One of my friends, uh, she's the head of HR at a good sized company says that all corporate evil comes from the inability to, receive or give authentic feedback. Yeah. So she's in HR, so she sees an awful lot of this. Mm. But the reality is, is that we, people know that what they did or what they didn't do is either connected or not connected to the actual goal of their job and their goal of their job should be connected to the collective goal of the business. Mm -hmm. And if that's disconnected and it's disconnected by dishonesty, mm -hmm. no matter how you justify it, yeah. Well, how is your business supposed to work? Yeah, that's it. And if we can take this from a different angle of a different kind of relationship, uh, I mean, two leaders, two co-founders, mm -hmm. um, two, two captains on the ship or multiple, um, what I often hear and see is that one of the entrepreneurs knows exactly what needs to happen and this decision needs to be made and I want to say this to him or her, but mm -hmm. it doesn't happen. And when you ask why you're not being honest about that thing that you should really address, it often comes down to, yeah, it's not going to help us in our collaboration. We're going to get more friction. Uh, he is going to, you know, work more from home. So I don't have control mm -hmm. over him or her anymore. Mm -hmm. um, so actually in that kind of situation, you're handling from a place of fear, from a place of it's not going to serve me. Uh, and I want to stay in control. So from knowing what could be the consequence, because you already don't have a good relationship, you are even more people-pleasing than you actually should be. Mm -hmm. Have you mm -hmm. seen that before? Oh, uh, yeah, I see it all the time. Mm. see it all the time. And one thing that I think that helps, in addition to what you've said, mm. one thing that I think that helps is describing to say you've got two co-founders and there's mm -hmm. some friction between the two of them mm -hmm. and they're two years in they're five years in mm -hmm. and when they started they felt like they were aligned but if you describe the start or if I describe the start to them in terms of they're at a point in the map and they are going in a certain direction together but if you think about the different points on a compass they're only off by, you know, one degree on the compass and they're both mm -hmm. headed towards this place. Mm -hmm. But if you extrapolate that one degree over two years or five years, mm -hmm. they're going to end up in very different places. Yep. 
And if they don't have the ability or the habit, or they haven't built the culture to say, hang on, Rochelle, that's different from what Mm -hmm. I thought we were doing. Mm -hmm. Can we just pause for a second and talk about this? Mm -hmm. If they don't have that ability and they have this dysfunctional tendency to describe lying as being nice Mm -hmm. and it continues on, they are going to end up in separate places. Yep. And you're absolutely right that they don't approach it because of something related to fear, which makes sense because if the co-founder's relationship is destabilized, that will destabilize the the company. However, that's where they are now. Right. Because I was going to add exactly that. That's where they are. They're no longer talking because of this fear, because they're stabilized and their company is already destabilized. But... um, what I wanted to add to that is the fact that that 1% off, one degree off at the beginning, that's factual, that's okay. As long as I keep that talking line, that communication line, mm-hmm. then that mm-hmm. alignment will stick around and there's always some disagreement. That's okay. Like, as you said, like some friction in a company is actually good. But when you stop talking or you stop talking about certain elements in the business or some discussions in the business because you know how the person is going to respond and you know it's not going to be like you want it uh, want this person to respond, you get off track more and more and more and more. And this might be a little bit off when we talk about people pleasing, but it is kind of ignorance versus or with people pleasing here that you just say whatever they want to hear and vice versa to keep things in place and keep the business going. But you know, we're going south because of the way we communicate together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You say things that you think they want to be to to hear right maybe they want to hear the truth maybe they want you to take the first step and you know the whole idea of disagreement being unkind or not pleasing Mm -hmm. is is just it's so foreign to me and you can do a simple thought experiment about this you can take a founder and say are you a hundred percent right about absolutely everything in the world Mm -hmm. yes or no and if they've got any kind of self-awareness they will say no Mm-hmm. Okay, then isn't it a good thing that you've got somebody with you who will disagree at times? Mm-hmm. Especially if you say that you've got two intelligent people and the honest and transparent collaboration between the two of them results in a better version of the decision. Mm-hmm. How does that happen if everyone always agrees? Yeah. Now, I can't yeah. remember who said it, but it was something like, if everybody in the room agrees on something, you know you've got the worst decision. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It does. I think this... Go ahead. No, I just want to add, talking about that room, like when we have different levels of you know knowledge in there, different experiences, different team members in there with different skill sets, but nobody is allowed to speak up because that's not the culture, then it doesn't help the decision making. That makes total sense to me too. Yeah. One final piece I want to add before we go to some practical questions that Mm -hmm. founders and entrepreneurs can ask themselves Mm -hmm. is, you know, a lot of people have investors yeah, and there is a relationship there, hopefully something like a partnership Mm -hmm. and, you know, investors are there to make money. Yeah. 
really, that's what they're there for. And maybe they care about your Christmas party or your next SAS revision, but mm -hmm. they really care about getting a return mm -hmm. and at least not losing their money. Yeah. And so that doesn't mean that you can't have a relationship with them. And it certainly doesn't mean that you can't be honest with them. Mm -hmm. And to go to an investor and say, here's the news and paint it in a only a positive way because you think that's what they're going to want to hear or you want to please them, you know, that gets into the realm of never lie to your doctor mm -hmm. because how, how is the person on the other side supposed to make a good decision on either incomplete information or something that's spun the wrong way or mm -hmm. a lie decorated as people pleasing. Right. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean you have to agree with them. I mean, there's plenty of doctors and investors where I've said, no, absolutely not. Like, I don't, I don't agree. I'm not going to participate. This is not the mm -hmm. way this is going to happen. Mm -hmm. But that's being honest. Mm -hmm. And I don't say it in a mean way, but I want to make sure that my message sent is understood. Mm -hmm. Because how are you supposed to work together otherwise? Mm -hmm. And so the very best thing, I think, uh, founder or an entrepreneur who has an investor is get really, really close to over communicating. Yep. This is what's happened. Here are the mm -hmm. facts, yep. right? And be ready to have them come back and say, you don't have to update me every 12 hours on your business, <laughs> right? Once a week is fine or once a month is fine. Mm -hmm. except when something happens. We just yeah. lost our CTO. We just got the biggest customer. We just mm -hmm. had a breakthrough with our product design, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. That's really valuable. And mm -hmm. people pleasing, you can, you can ask them how their holiday was. Mm -hmm. You can say happy birthday, mm -hmm. whatever it is, but that's not part of the deal, especially when it comes to investors. Right. This is business. And if we want to do business well and we want to make things happen, we need to be honest about decisions, about risks, about collaborations that are not working out, about money. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. if we are in a position where we feel really uncomfortable about being honest about one of these topics, then that's probably something that you have to mirror back to yourself and, and really be honest to yourself about. Like, why am I trying to avoid this? Why am I so afraid of this conversation? Why am I afraid of losing this or hurting this relationship while I'm actually hurting it by people pleasing? Mm -hmm. um, and I think it goes for a lot of things like people having the status of like, I'm busy and that's cool. I think it's also pretty cool nowadays to be a people pleaser. Yeah, I'm people pleaser. That's why, you know, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. not fun. It's not funny and it's not mm -hmm. going to bring you far. And I really hope this conversation helped to maybe get those thought juices going on that topic and, and look inside to see if, you know, uh, this is something you need to address. Yeah. 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 Those are good points. And you segued right into the questions that people can ask themselves. And I think that, you know, maybe just to summarize what we mm -hmm. discussed and, and put them into questions, mm -hmm. it's first ask what is good for your business mm -hmm. and what is good for your team. Mm -hmm. What is that, you know, maybe a sub question to that is what is the end result of what you're saying? Mm -hmm. Not telling somebody that their work wasn't sufficient or doesn't work in the context of the goals. What's the end result of that? Mm -hmm. 
the other piece I think that we talked about is like, well, what is people pleasing itself? Mm-hmm. Do you, you know, do you have the tendency or the urge to say something because you think it's going to make the other person smile or mm-hmm. avoid an uncomfortable truth? Mm-hmm. That's a really powerful question to ask yourself, especially when you're about ready to walk into the meeting or about ready to pick up the phone to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What other question do you have? Yeah, maybe very straightforward, but what are you trying to achieve by people pleasing? What are you trying mm. to achieve? Like, what are you trying to hope? To, mm-hmm. What do you hope to try to get out? Um, what is it bringing you? What is it costing you? I think we ask these questions all the time, but honestly, look at it. You probably think it's given you a lot, but there's more cost involved than we hope to admit. Um, I think that we can also look into culture. So maybe a question would be, does your team culture or company culture uh, have a lot of people pleasing going on? Or are you able to be open, critical and authentic towards each other in order to grow the business in the healthy and right way? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that one's great. I think when it comes to co-founders, being able to ask yourself what your understanding of a situation is and even writing it down. And then going to your co-founder without judgment, without accusation, which if communication is difficult, that will also be difficult and Mm -hmm. say, what is your understanding of our Q3 plans of this customer, something like that, and really just sit with it and ask yourself, why do those differences exist? Now there's always going to be differences and there should be differences, but there are differences that you can use in collaboration and extending your thoughts and your actions and improving things. And then there are differences, you know, like one spouse wants a car and another one wants a boat. Mm-hmm. Those are really hard yep. to reconcile. Right. And those points of the compass really describe like, how did we get here? Yep. Yeah, and you have to be the tough one and the courageous one to open up to the co-founder if this is a situation where you don't feel comfortable really being honest to each other. Uh, But once you get, you open that box, like it gets easier uh, for the sake of business success and moving forward on the right right track. Um, Right. And saying that out loud before you talk about things makes a big difference. Yeah. I want to talk about this uncomfortable thing because I don't want it to be something that blocks our success. Right. And And you really have to walk hurting us. Yeah. You really have to walk in there with your hands up. Like, let's see if we can sort this out. Yep. Hmm. All right. Well, I think that does this topic justice for, well, this month, since this is going to be a monthly longer podcast from our LinkedIn live 15 minute broadcasts. Please contact us with any questions and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. See you next month.